0: Really understanding how does the body work? How does the body, mind, spirit work? Well, it's the subconscious programming. And once we understand that those programs are running the show, then we can go, oh, okay, that is why I am doing the things I'm doing we're not not doing the things that I want to be doing. And so the mindset part of it is key. Welcome to the Pink Business Club. I am your host, Jackie Dragon.
1: I have spent the last 13 years working as a coach in leadership roles, growing businesses for other companies as well as myself. From the age of 12, I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur using my voice to empower others to go bigger in life. I have a ton of juicy energy and I am obsessed with watching you claim your full potential. The Pink Business Club is a space for female entrepreneurs that are committed to growing their business no matter what. If you are here, you are an action taker. You are after a life of wealth, freedom and connection. On this podcast, we're going to dive deep into business growth strategies, earning consistent cash, and the actions to take and the mindset that is required to stay the course. Right now, take a deep breath, roll up your sleeves, and let's grow your business. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Pink Business Club. I have my very first guest here who is near and dear to me, Andrea Crisp. So let me tell you a little bit about Andrea. Her coaching clients, and I can attest to this, call her their secret weapon. It's because of her innate ability to identify their potential and champion their unique purpose. Andrea is an international empowerment coach, also an author, a podcaster, and a speaker. Welcome, Andrea. Hello. Hello.
0: I am so excited. <laughs> this is really a great moment for you. And I'm, thrilled to be on the podcast and I'm thrilled that I am one of your first guests.
1: Yeah, I am so happy to have you here. Those of you who may or may not know anything about my journey, Andrea has definitely been a part of it and helping coach me through my mindset and empowerment. And she is she works her magic. So I'm happy to bring her here today and to share some of her magic with you. So <laughs> in your in your words, Andrea, I know I read your bio, but in your words,
0: What is it that you do to help entrepreneurs? I help them see the bigger picture for themselves, both personally and professionally. So things that maybe they are not really seeing about how they are behaving, how they are thinking, and how they are outworking their gifts. And so a lot of times when entrepreneurs, coaches, any kind of creative comes my way. They have like this tunnel vision for what they want, which is great. It's going to help them get where they want to go. But what I do is I take that step back and I say, okay, well, these are the things that are in your life currently that may be hindering you from moving forward.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so true. And do you find with the people that you work with, is there usually a common thread or is every situation a little bit different?
0: You know, I feel like a lot of the people that I do work with they are first of all highly motivated, very ambitious and and they're really good at what they do. And so when they come to me, uh, it's not like okay, well, you know, I I don't know what I'm doing and or I don't know what my purpose is in life. It's just that they're almost like they're just in their heads. And they're constantly in this process of overthinking like decisions probably because they have such a desire to make a difference, make an impact, that they're like, I got to get it right. I have to do this right. It's got to be this. I want to do it well. And and in doing so, sometimes that's the very thing that holds them from moving forward. And so I see this from coaches to entrepreneurs to artists, everyone in between, it's like those little things that, you know, because they have something beautiful to give to the world and they're like, I just want it to be exactly what I want it to be. And so that overthinking kind of stops them from moving forward.
1: Yeah. You hit the nail on the head, at least for me. I know I came to you. I'm like a very go-getter, ambitious, like not afraid to speak out type of person. And I found myself in a place where I was like, Oh my God, I'm like nervous to be in front of people all of a sudden. I'm feeling like I don't belong in the room. I'm feeling overwhelmed, overshadowed by all of these things, and um, that really led me to you at an interesting phase in my journey. When I was like, "What? Is, like, who is this person? Who? What is this version of me?" Because it's not who I'm used to being. So I love that you identified that because you've definitely helped me through that. And I see so much of that in people as they grow and evolve. Um. so you said something really interesting. You said that mindset is the foundation of who we are as people and entrepreneurs. Can you Mm -hmm. speak on that?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I didn't know this for a really long time. My own entrepreneurial journey was really like, this is why I'm doing the work I'm doing. You know, I think that's one of the things that we all come to realize at some point is our very gift set is the thing that we struggled with. And so for me, I had this desire, I had a really strong passion and purpose and vision for my life, but I had a lot of anxiety. I had a lot of, you know, those same overthinking tendencies. And I realized that those old beliefs were just beliefs. And it took me a long time to get to that place. But really understanding how does the body work? How does the body, mind, spirit work? Well, it's the subconscious programming. And once we understand that those programs are running the show, then we can go, oh, okay, that is why I am doing the things I'm doing or not not doing the things that I want to be doing. And so the mindset part of it is key because once we reframe those programs. We can't really just cancel them out completely like they are going to be there forever. The subconscious keeps it. But we can start working a new program. And once we start working the new program and our body starts responding in the way that we really desire, then we're creating this foundation and it it not only works for your professional life, but it also works for your personal life. So whatever's happening is happening in both. You'll see it, you know, outplaying In your relationships, you'll see it outplaying in your business, you'll see it outplaying in your finances, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is everywhere. And so, the moment you begin to reframe like one particular thought that you've believed, which is just something that you've believed for a really long time, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I see abundance in my relationships now, and oh, I see abundance in my finances, and all these clients are coming to me, and all these things are happening. But if you have this old paradigm or this old belief, then it's going to keep you from moving forward. So yes, mindset is the foundation. And a lot of people do it backwards. Uh Build a business, then do the the mindset. Uh And that's what I did is let's build the business and then, oh, maybe I should do the mindset. Why am I not? Why is this not working?
1: Yes, guilty is charged as well. I didn't even think I—I don't think I knew when I started my business what ride I was in for. Like, oh my god! (laughs) Yeah,
0: probably because you were successful in what you were doing up to that point, right? Exactly. And so when you are successful already in something, and that's a lot of entrepreneurs, right? They're like, yeah, I really am successful in what I'm doing. Or being a teacher, or being in um, corporate, or being in some sort of industry that is, you know, related to what they want to do, and they're really successful at that. But all of a sudden, working for yourself, growing a business, and really doing all of those things, they shine a spotlight on who you are, who you are being, and who you really want to become. And so that is like the crash course in learning how to be self-aware. So anybody who's starting out, you're get ready, <laughs> buckle up.
1: Yeah. Call Andrea. Um, <laughs> although you did say that more people who are like in the thick of it come to you more, but yeah, definitely call Andrea. So you said two interesting things in that. And I want to ask you, for somebody who may not know what the belief is, mm. how can they get started on identifying the belief, the old belief, the belief that's running the show?
0: You know, a really great way to do it, a very simple way is to like, listen to what you're saying. Like you're, what you're telling people is going to be the telltale of what you believe to be true. And so if you're constantly using the words, like I'm struggling in my business, or I have a fear that I'm not going to have enough, or, you know, start listening to how many times are you saying that? write down or like, and even you'll notice like like there's a pattern that keeps emerging. And for me, my very first thing that I noticed, this is like right at the beginning of my mindset journey, was every time I got in my car, I would start my car and I would sigh and I'd be like, I'm so tired. And I have no idea why at the time, but I was Consistently doing that every time I got in the car, almost as though I really didn't want to be going where I was going. So I realized what was happening was I was constantly feeling tired. Mm -hmm. And by like taking a look back and going, okay, I'm actually saying it and I believe it to be true. I'm telling myself it is. And now it's outworking itself in my life. And that was the very first thing that I changed was like, and every time I got in the car, I'd be like, I'm excited to go. And I just started to shift that one thing. And then as I shifted the one thing, I started to recognize there's other things that are creeping up as well. So yes, it is something you can do on your own, especially when you want to start out, test it and see like what's coming up. What are you saying? What are you telling people? And if you don't know, and you're working with a coach already, ask your coach. Like maybe they're not the mindset person, but they're going to definitely tell you the things that you're complaining about on the call, and that's oh, your first—that's your first key to know. Okay, that's the first thing I need to do. So, like, I mean, just go to your coach and say, "Hey, listen, you know what am I saying to you all the time?" And that—that's a great place to start.
1: Yeah, that is such a good nugget, and you kind of touched on this, but it leads me to my next question. You said your body's response, which I don't think that we're listening to our bodies and how we feel when we're doing things enough. And this is something you've definitely helped me identify. So what did you notice change in your body's response? I think I know what you're going to say, but, you know, as you started to do that, talk a little bit about the more physiological response.
0: Well, I noticed, you know, first of all, that, you know, I was, for me, it was a lot of anxiety and a lot of fatigue and I felt lethargic all the time. And so it didn't matter if it was like the height of the summer, it was beautiful weather, I was doing amazing things. I constantly felt tired. And that was the first thing that alerted me to something's wrong, something's off, because I shouldn't feel this way all the time. Uh, so, a lot of the times, these things that we're thinking about, these emotional, um, you know, emotions that are stuck in our body, What they do is eventually they will manifest into some sort of an illness or a sickness or some sort of problem in the body. So you can basically know if something's happening in your body, that's your sign. I need to be aware something's happening. There's a lot of research done on this, and I am not an expert in any way on this, but I definitely kind of go to the people who I know. But you know, there's metaphysical responses that your body is going through when there are certain emotions stuck in your body, and you can actually go and figure out what those things are. Um, so for example, um, I was having a problem with my ankle. You just think, "Oh, it's just your ankle, right? You mm-hmm. probably rolled yeah. your ankle, no big yeah. deal, so I looked up what is the metaphysical uh response to you know having problems with the right ankle and it's inflexibility. you don't want to change you're unwilling to change something, so I was like, "Wow, okay, and I took a look at like, well, what am I unwilling to change right now and so it alerted me to that now, of course, now I have to get my ankle healed because there's already a problem with it. Right. Yeah. So you have to actually do the work in, you know, like work with somebody who's going to help you with the physical problem because it's already manifested. Yeah. But you now know that when things are happening, like I'm getting a headache or my shoulders are tense or, you know, I have carpal tunnel or, oh, I always feel just like sick to my stomach or, you know, things like that. They are alerting you to something that you can shift within your beliefs and so your emotions once they start clearing through your body and once they start to be released you will notice that their your energy clears things are happening easier for you which is why it is so important that you have a good uh, routine for yourself like a physical routine what you're eating how you're sleeping all of those things you know the the gurus that are you know making lots of money right now and telling you you should have a morning routine you should do all these things Reason they're telling you is for a reason. And it's not just because that's the thing that's going to grow your business. It's actually helpful for your body to keep your nervous system regulated. That was a lot. So.
1: So no, that there. was that was great. This is like so much value for people and so interesting. And I love that metaphysical response. I didn't really know that that was a thing, so now I'm gonna be like googling my ailment. <laughs> and googling. I have to say,
0: I have to say, like you know, like it's a rabbit hole, right? So you want to be yeah. you want to be mindful because a lot of the times once you do start to, it's kind of like web MD, you know, like you start yeah. diagnosing yourself. <laughs> it's like really, you know, unless you feel like you really need to know you actually don't need to know. The Mm -hmm. subconscious likes simplicity. And so as long as you are doing something that allows you to move through it, you would be amazed that like a lot of people don't need to know what's wrong with them. They just need to know that it can be healed and they can move through it. If you know too much, sometimes it's actually going to be more detrimental. So you have to know like, what is your personality type? How do you respond to things? Is it going to be too much for you to know? or is it something that you can handle. For me personally, I liked learning it because that is the thing that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And so when clients come to me I'm like, oh, "Okay, because I know all this information, it's helpful for me to help my clients." But if this is not the work you do, then don't do, don't go down the rabbit hole. Like if you're like a business coach and you're like, "I don't do mindset" then I'm like, okay, then don't do it. But if you're like somebody who's like, yeah, like I think mindset's kind of a jam and I really would like to know like somatic healing and all that kind of stuff, then yeah, that's beneficial for you. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in something you do not need to go down that. It's like Pandora's box, (laughs) not open it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be some scary things on the other side, which may lead you to the wrong path. So exactly, it's like any other ailment. I suppose everyone's like, don't go on Google. And it's the first thing we all do, but that's okay. Um, Okay, this is so good. I want to take a little bit of a turn here because this is something that I know so many of my clients and entrepreneurs struggle with in terms of moving their business forward. You talked a bit about embracing failure and rejection. How do you help people do that? And how do you do that?
0: Well, I think a lot of it is like we, we put so much into something that's happened in our lives. Like, you know, I failed at this or somebody didn't choose me, a client didn't sign with me, and we make it mean something about who we are. Mm-hmm. And so I always ask my clients, what are you making that mean about you? Because a lot of the times what's actually happening is there's two people in the equation. There's mm-hmm. more to the circumstances than just what we're perceiving about, like, I wasn't chosen or I didn't do this well. But our our immediate response is to make it about us and to be like, there's something wrong with me. And so when you start to take a look at like the fact that maybe someone didn't choose you as a coach or maybe... Um, they they didn't, you know, uh say yes to being a, a guest on your podcast, you know, because that happens too, right? Like where people mm-hmm. say, No, they ghost you and you're mm-hmm. like, yes. Did I do something wrong? Yes. Is it me? And it feels like this all of a sudden it's a rejection, right? And it's it's probably hitting on some sort of subconscious rejection you've had in the past, first of all. That's number one probably happening, but what you now are making it mean is probably very similar to what you made it mean when it was happening when you were younger. Mm -hmm. And you might not see that exactly, but it's like, okay, so once the mindset work and the shift that you can have is then taking what the original root was and reframing it and seeing how you can now approach rejection or failure in a new way. And so you can start seeing it like, this is for my good. You know, maybe this person's not aligned with me. Perhaps this would not have been good. And I just didn't realize it at the time. And so it really is being in a place of allowing what is meant to be for you, not forcing what you think you need.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, that's that line right there. That is the thing that is so tough and so necessary. Otherwise, I've even noticed in myself, you create just a pattern of repeated resistance over and over and over. You're pushing, pushing, pushing and frustrated and it does no good for you or your business or the people around you or any of it.
0: Yeah. Frustration, struggle, mm-hmm. you know, all those, those are the the keywords, right? Like take a look at I'm frustrated or I'm struggling, <laughs> this is such a challenge. You're like, okay.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's something. all signs. All signs, all, pointing. <laughs> <laughs> all signs are pointing. We, yeah. we've got to take a deeper look at this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you are, as we said in the beginning, an empowerment coach. So I would love to hear in your words, what does it mean to be empowered?
0: My personal philosophy on empowerment is I believe that you already have everything you need. Yeah. So you know, I, I'm not looking to, you know, give you the magic bullet for your success. I believe that I can come alongside of people and empower what they already are doing and already have going on and just help them, you know, to see like this is this is how you like work that engine and that muscle for yourself. And that's how you get this going and move it forward for you. So I'm not coming in and solving and trying to be like you know the <laughs> the end all be all or whatever that phrase is to someone's problem i'm empowering them because i already truly believe that they have what what it takes and they have exactly what they need so i'm empowering them to continue to do that to be that to outwork it and i'm just going to point things Out along the way that might be stopping them from doing that, and show them how they can, you know, uh, take that next step in their lives, take that next step in their business. Really, instead of acting out of fear or hesitation or frustration or all of those things, I'm going to help them to really act out of a new way of being. And that's going to empower them. But they already have everything they need, I don't have to give them more because it's already within them
1: hmm That's so good right there. Such gold. I have no reply to you. That's it. Mic drop <laughs> right there. <laughs> Mic drop right there. That is so good. So for every guest that I'm bringing on the podcast, I want to ask a couple questions about entrepreneurship as well, because okay. that's, what the, that's what the Pink Business Club is all about. You bringing this incredible value to all of our listeners, and then also talking a little bit about entrepreneurship. So can you tell me why you chose, or maybe it chose you entrepreneurship,
0: ah, uh, oh wow. That's such a like a <laughs> great question. Um I really believe in some ways it did choose me. Um, I started out as a high school music teacher, and then I became a pastor, and I did both of those careers for a decade apiece. And during the whole entire time that I was doing that, I was working with people consistently. I, I got a master's in counseling. I was listening to their problems. I was helping them sort things through. Lots of them were, you know, anywhere between high school students to young adults to then adults as I, you know, I got older, so did the people around me got older and their problems got bigger, but I was always doing the same thing. I always found that I was always coaching them through something, even if I was doing music, which was like my passion there was always something that, that was, was happening there. So it felt like a really natural progression for me because I was already coaching to become a coach and and get certified as a coach. And, um, you know, that felt really right to me. The entrepreneurial part of it was a shock. That was the part I was not expecting. And so, you know, the coaching aspect of who I was was very natural. Whereas the entrepreneurial part of it really was hitting on all of my own fears that I was playing out in my own life. And it was a really great opportunity and still is a great opportunity for me to heal those things because, Mm -hmm. like anybody else, I'm building something too. And even though I'm great at coaching, the entrepreneurial part of it is something i've had to grow and learn and get over my own shit. so <laughs> that's you know so that has been something for me that i've had to learn how to merge those two things and not let my own stuff get in the way of building my a business, right? Mm-hmm. so i say this because it's it's really interesting i find like you know doesn't matter what kind of coach you're working with they're also going through their own stuff and mm-hmm. having to navigate and get over and move through things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time it's really, you know, a step ahead of where you're at, you know, Mm -hmm. in, in really moving things forward, um, that they're learning. So it's like, it's like one of those things where it's just like, okay, if you can get that help or be supported by somebody who, who is on that journey, then I, I think I highly recommend doing that because no matter where you're going to be on this entrepreneurial journey, there's always going to be something that is going to be outworked in your life or your business that is the growth area for you and it's both beautiful and it's also can be you know one of those really expansive times for you so yeah yeah that's been my entrepreneurial journey
1: <laughs> that's amazing i love it i feel like it chose me too so good so if you this is how i want to leave it if you are going to give other entrepreneurs listening one nugget What would it be?
0: Trust yourself.
1: Yes. So good. I love that. Yeah. So, so good. That is that is huge. We want, we look outside for all of the answers Mm -hmm. all the time. And yeah, trusting yourself is so key. And I love that. And I love how you brought up too like that somebody is just a step ahead of you on the journey because yeah. it's so it's so true and a lot of clients come to me and they're like I like that you you're a little bit in the trenches with us. I like that you're building your business too, you know? You're not like this million dollar business owner yet and you're you're like you're right there just a step ahead and I think that's really attractive to people and it's um it's relatable. And, and it also that dynamic between what that conversation and the trust yourself, it's like, okay, I have this coach in my corner because I know that they understand like the dynamics of the stuff that I need to do. But I also trust myself to implement what they teach me, not that they're going to do it or be it or change me.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think the beauty of also having the right coach in, in your corner, somebody that you're working with, is that, you know, they can see the things that you're not seeing. Mm-hmm. So it's not even that there's always just smarter than you are or anything. It's just like it's blind spots. It's like, you know, when you were a kid and you played on the soccer team or you were a figure skater and you had a coach and they're like, stretch your leg out a little longer, you know, or how, whatever. For me, w- when I was, you know, a musician, it was like, you know, breathe. From your belly, Andrea. Like you know, and I'm like, I am, and I'm like, that I really wasn't, you know, like <laughs> but They're they're showing you things that maybe because you're doing so many things at one time, you're not seeing everything. Whereas your coach is going to stand back and go, okay, like there's just like one area right here, just like do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's it, and you're like, yeah, it's, it doesn't have to be really complicated. It can be very simple, mm-hmm. but. If you can have that trust relationship with somebody, know that they are they are in your corner and they're for your good, mm-hmm. then it is going to be something that will really, really benefit you in every way. So, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. So good. All right, Andrea, can you tell everybody the best place to find you wherever you want to send them? Go for it.
0: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Andrea Crisp Coach. And I also have a podcast called The Courage Cast. So if you want to check that out, you can find that Apple, Spotify, all the places that you would listen to a podcast. And uh, I would love to connect with you.
1: Yes. I love your podcast. I listen often. And I strongly suggest that you guys head over and give it a listen as well. Um, Andrea, thank you so much for being here today. It was really, really fun. I really appreciate you.
0: I appreciate you. And I am so happy to be starting this journey with you. How exciting. I remember when I first started my podcast, like just the journey that you're going to be on for like and helping people along the way with this platform. I just, I just think it's amazing. And I wish you all the success in your brand new endeavor.
1: Thank you so, so much. I appreciate it. Thank you everybody for tuning in. We will catch you on the next episode and we'll see you later. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Pink Business Club. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean so much if you would go head to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. This will allow all of this information and knowledge to be shared with other women all across the world building their business. Go out there, spread the love, and we'll see you on the next episode.